coming in hot. No iMovie music starting with this show, bitch. Yeah, straight into that coffee pour to make you pee. It took me a really long time to realize that that was an iMovie noise that was with the HeadGum intro. Yeah, I thought I heard it somewhere else before. She sounded familiar, but yeah. we weren't sure. <laughs> anyway, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris, and what the hell is happening? Yeah, you might have noticed there was a lack of intro besides the urination sounds. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, let's take a new census. Um, how are you feeling about the coffee pour? Is it still make you have to Are pee? you stuck in traffic, suddenly feeling like you have a full bladder? Yeah, like, what's the deal there? <laughs> you know? Yeah, but anyway, uh, in regards to uh, why that's missing, we're going to actually talk about that in a little bit, because yeah. ironically, there's a question that fits in perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> so thank you to the person that emailed us, because we were like, how are we talking about this without it being weird? Okay. So we're just going to fit that in later. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, we have, um, we have, a we have some coffee, coffee from a bench. This is from Natalie. And Squeezy just loves to eat right as soon as we start recording. So <laughs> enjoy that mukbang fucking texture. Uh, is that how you say it? I have, no, I idea. have no idea. I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah, it's like you watch people eat. And it's like, you know, chill. I don't know. I don't. I mean, if it was for a cat, like, I'm here for it. Yeah, like... I would watch a cat eat it. <laughs> so this is from Bent Tree Roasters. Okay, so that tree is bent. Yeah. And this is the Black Squirrel Blend. Like, everything about this? I'm loving it because also, like, the icon for this, like, company is a turtle. But the turtle shell is a coffee mug upside down. So, like, I'm here for all of the animalness and going on. And this is from Kent, Ohio. So... Maybe the only reason I'd visit Ohio for this coffee. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I feel like I, Ohio gets a bad reputation, man. Ohio does have a bad reputation. Is that know? where the tornadoes are? There are tornadoes there, yes. Okay, maybe it's not that's like, like the uncommon. most concentrated part, but. You it's know. like Seattle and rain, but it actually has been like the most rainy it's ever been or something. Yo, it's crazy. I There's didn't too know. much rain. I just don't know what's normal because I haven't been here long enough. So it's I'm just kind of. It's definitely been like. like a lot. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's wetter, I would say. Anyway, this Same. squirrel coffee doesn't taste like squirrels, thank God. Well, how would but... you know? How would you know? Well, I don't know. You stepped on one. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Listen, throwback to whatever episode I told that sort that of thing. That was fucking episode two. Was, was it really? That was the one where we talked about childhood stories. Thank God, because honestly, <laughs> I've told that story more times than I think I've taken shits. Like, it's like... It's so true. How many times have I heard renditions of that, each one more dramatic in the last you're time. right <laughs> i feel like i keep like the key inflections though <laughs> anyway if you don't know what we're good. talking about go listen to that episode but this is tasty you yes know? it's delicious She's it's a nice wholesome bean. i like it yeah it's not going down slow like the turtle would imply <laughs> i don't know i feel like it's implying that you must drink it slow I'm about that life because there was an article. It was like an onion thing, and it was oh like, god, it per- dragged you it to perfectly a dragged me. I saw it on Facebook. Let me pull it up, but it's basically like how I drink too much caffeine because I'm <laughs> pretty sure we all have the same issue with caffeine. Am I right? But the article says woman who drinks six cups of coffee a day trying to cut down on blue light at night or before bed oh my god because it's keeping you up like (laughs) that is actually me like i live perpetually in what is it like night shift for apple and like it tints your screen yellow so by the way every beauty video i watch i'm like is that foundation too yellow or is that just oh it's the filter filter. listen i do that not because of the sleeping thing although it might help i don't know i do it because to protect my eyes from headaches poor corneas because listen i was getting headaches at work 
all the time until I installed the thing on my computer to And I every that. app that gives me the option to put it into a night mode, I use it. Absolutely. Like constantly. I never turn it off. Like Twitter for me looks like the dark net. I guess <laughs> I don't know. The dark net from like what I Mr. Wish Robot showed. Facebook would do that. Like they don't have a dark yeah. thing for Facebook. Because they so want annoying. you to be like I feel like Facebook, like you, you go in and you're already like irritated, and that's the whole vibe. Yeah, it's. You I know? get that. They and want the you to be bright. alert and irritated. And they have a blue logo. It's like blue. Yeah, you know, it's like that alerting blue. Twitter's logo is like, hey, this is like a minty aqua. You could paint your bedroom and you'll be soothed. Yeah. Facebook is like, I'm <laughs> here. Speaking of Twitter. There was a change. There's a couple of changes, actually. Yeah. So, first, let's talk about the removal of the egg. The, would you egg say... Apocalypse. They finally cracked it. Uh, you know what? That's like the pun that every single article oh, used for this shit. <laughs> oh, that, well, that makes it was, sense. It was, I saw one that was like, Twitter just cracked all their eggs. See, this is why I'm trying to get this job in social media. I want to be making <laughs> these stupid-ass tweets. I already make stupid-ass tweets. Follow me, Rachel Whiters. Um, it's cool to get paid for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they made all of the eggs, which is the default photo, to just like an a hideous man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just a face. Just like a silhouette of a person. It's obviously, I mean, they said it. It's because, like, the egg now has, like, a vibe to it that it's, like, a bad... The egg has a vibe. The egg has a vibe that it's, like, you We're know, a troll. we two podcasts in a row that are named after eggs or something. <laughs> like, I know. It's, but now, I get just it because they change sense. it, it doesn't make it, like, any less, you know, every time somebody follows me and they don't have a fucking photo, I'm like, who are you? Exactly. What are you doing? You can actually, in your settings, like, block those people or, like, mute them. Oh. And it's, like, all default. People that don't have a default. Or have a default, excuse me. Oh, wow. That's yeah, wild. They're doing that to, like, reduce um, trolling. trolling and harassment. But at the same time, like, I don't know about you, but I get tweeted by people that don't have a photo. Yeah. And sometimes it's, like, Genuine. very nice. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't, I don't, I feel bad like doing that. No, I, w- I wouldn't ever do that, but, but I can imagine you'd have to. If yeah, some people level. would probably do that. Yeah, I mean, I get why they did that from a business sense. They don't want any kind of bad feeling associated with their brand, and I understand. But at the same time, the egg, the egg made sense. It made sense. We have the tweet, which we all know and love, the bird logo, the birdhouse for the homepage. Yeah. You know, the lightning bolt. I don't know what happened. There. Yeah, they kind of they went a different way. Like, what about moments needs to be that striking <laughs> and threatening? Remember and, when like the biggest change was when they changed from a star favorite to a heart? I'm still mad, and I still call it a fave. Do you guys still call it a fave? Oh yeah, I still call it a fave. It's it's not like liking, you know? No, that's Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Well, Facebook now it's like here, choose one of these smiley faces. Like, yeah, I don't know what's happening. Over <laughs> there. It's like a mess. Like, I'll post something and I get like. They separate it by emotion. <laughs> it is too much. Like, when I go to post something on it, Facebook, it's really intense. It's like, here, do you want to put up this, like, weird slideshow of the last seven photos <gasps> of Lila that you took? The worst is when, like, <laughs> it's, like, my selfies, and it's, like, Friday Night In is, like, thing, and it has, like, jazzy music, and it's just all of the worst photos of me you've ever seen. But then after that, it's, like, here, what do you want to type with, like, here's the emotion you're having, and this is the activity you're doing, and, like... Here's the shit you're taking, like everything that's happening in your life. Where you're, where you are. Your location, yeah, it's too much. I'm intimidated. I don't have my location turned on to like anything though. Like, I don't need people in my area like seeing my Facebook or whatever. You know, like whenever I download any app, 
I automatically, like, if it asks me when it first log in, I turn, I don't turn on location settings, and I don't turn on push notifications. Well, yeah, I don't have anything on notifications. I have nothing on push notifications. I barely even have text on notification because I keep my phone on the top of So I really have, like, a blank screen 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. It keeps me from, like, always being on my phone. Yeah. That's why I do it, but... On Facebook, you know, it's like, I don't need every social media app to be, like, a where you can find be slight dating app. Like, I feel like they're trying to do that with everything. Everything is turning into, okay, like, though, a mixture. Like, Facebook's, like, we're trying to absorb Snapchat and also Tinder. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Do they have Tinder? I don't know what's going on I don't there. know. Everybody's, like, taking the, like, swipe left, swipe right, like, kind concept. They have that in Words with Friends. Like, yeah. <laughs> they literally have that there. It's so weird. Like, bitch, that five-letter word was so hot. Like, like there's a an app for, like, looking for jobs that is the same way, too. You could, like, be yeah. like, nah, or I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Like, <laughs> it's useful, I feel. Yeah. So, I mean. It connects me with jobs. How do you feel about Twitter and, like, the whole uh, replies. The replies thing? I, know I didn't you think don't it like was going to bug me as much as it does. But I'm, I'm getting used to it, and I feel like, you know, it's just... With Twitter, that's my favorite social media platform. Yes, absolutely. I will take it. (laughs) Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm glad that it doesn't take up any, like, space in my tweet anymore. Yeah, I'm totally okay with the username not taking up space, because that's bullshit. But I don't like the way it looks, because you have to, like, look closely to see who a bitch is replying to. Yeah. And it's, like, it was easier before to see, like, what the conversation was. And also, threads now just kind of, like look weird i don't know but i'll probably just get used to it and then i'm not even gonna like think about it anymore yeah it's just weird because like the adding someone was like a part of like pop culture you know and now it's like you don't have to write that ever (laughs) and it doesn't ever show up anymore you know they're just killing all of the different pop culture things like what's next is I don't know what could be next. <laughs> I don't know. YouTube is going to be like just broadcast Jimmy Kimmel. Like, they're like are they going to make it the hashtags don't count for like? The Ooh, thing? but that could be bad if they yeah. did that. People would go spammy. Well, yeah, they're already doing that with like the ad, like adding people. They do that to like a million people, and it doesn't fucking count. Like I've seen pictures of people doing that. Yeah, there should tweets. probably be a limit to like ten. Yeah, because so I can't. can't I mean, I'm never with that many people anyway. <laughs> like. Unless it's, oh, actually, when you're trying to tag makeup brands that you, like, post. Well, I mean, you could tag But some of them just have it so you can't even tag them anyway. I'm like, all right, listen, I'm fucking trying to give you free promotion of your goddamn product. Let me tag you on Twitter. (laughs) Social media, it's a weird place. (laughs) Who is she? (laughs) Um, But yeah, so. Let's talk about easily the most upsetting piece of news that has come out of the past week. Highly controversial. Highly controversial. Impactful worldwide and that's you know the dandelion crayon being removed from crayon from crayon from crayola (laughs) um well first of all i need to get a census here we're all haters of rose art right (laughs) that's something we can who is rose art never heard of her (laughs) it's just like you get it you're like crayon in between your fingers haven't heard that name in years (laughs) (laughs) but their colored pencils were the ones that really offended me yeah they never sharpened right and they were like just not as viv you know. Listen, I was always a fan of Crayola because Crayola's factory was like 10 minutes away from my house. See, I always wanted to do that like tour thing. Oh my God. I'd see it on TV. It and was, I was amazing. Like, it was so cool. They, have, they melt the crayons right in front of you? Yeah, like you, it's like, you know, the chocolate factory. You get to watch like them making some crayons. And then also they have like this giant room that's like all these different stations with like all of their products. And like and you, you can could, touch them? 
Oh yeah, you can do whatever. There's like areas so where you can draw sanitizer. on the walls and stuff. Like it's wild. It was fun. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. I've always wanted to go because I think I saw it on like Sesame Street or like what is it? The guy with the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, know. Mr. Rogers. Yeah, like someone. There was like an episode where someone got to go there and they like did a whole thing about it. And yeah. I was like a kid and I was like, whoa, those crayons are melting. Like, also, my neighbor. Uh, she worked at Crayola. I don't know what she did, but she. So then she oh, always she's naming the crayons because that's what I want to do. Yo, at naming anything for any brand, my job. Let I me want it. do it, please. <laughs> Bath and Body Works hit us up. Oh my god, I can come up with those descriptions. Yeah, come on. But uh, she used to get like a whole bunch of free shit, and then so then like when school came around, like I didn't need to get any of that stuff because I got like a million markers and crayons and shit. Were you cool when you had the sixty four pack? Or the fucking, like, 94 pack. There's, like, a hundred and something packs. I had the medium big with the sharpener, but not, like, <laughs> super big. biffy. Yeah. Biffy? biffy. <laughs> Beef baby, where is she now? <laughs> um. <laughs> well, shit. So, anyway, dandelion. She's going. I don't even remember dandelion. <laughs> I don't know. It's macaroni and cheese. It's macaroni and, and cheese. And salmon. Oh, my God. That was how I knew what salmon Tickle me was. pink. Yeah. Things Tickle like that. Pink. Yeah. Robin's egg. Yeah. Speaking of eggs, <laughs> this is a podcast Going not sponsored by Eggland's Best. Po- Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're apparently replacing dandelion, which is obviously yellow color. With, obviously, Chris. Thanks. Obviously, with some shade of blue. They haven't said what yet. Oh, I wonder what that choice meant. I wonder if we're gonna like vote on it, and maybe it'll be like dinosaur themed, like everything else is here. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, T Rex blue. <laughs> Next, you know, Lay's Choose a Flavor is going to be, like, dinosaur shit. Like It's going to be Paleozoic <laughs> barbecue. <laughs> Everything just dinosaurs. Please, honestly. But apparently Dandelion's going on, like, a nationwide tour of retirement, you know? This what is, does uh, that mean? Like, they're just going to put it in stock, like, you buy one crayon? I don't know. No, they already, like, I think it got leaked because there was pictures. Leak? Who is leaking? It got this? leaked because there were boxes at a store that their boxes now say, like, Dandelion is leaving, like, in all over over them and so okay so this is all publicity for yeah. you to be buying crayola products literally one crayon is going and they're like buy us this please. is like when disney is like now for the first time in 60 years the vault is open yeah <laughs> like the chamber of secrets is open here's pinocchio <laughs> like chill how, out. Did, how does disney get the vault to open instead of parcel tongue what do they do uh i don't <laughs> they have to be i don't know it's i was gonna say a lot of offensive things and i didn't want to <laughs> listen all i'm saying is that I understand you, Crayola. You are fucking riding that hype train right now. You're like yeah. Pepsi. <laughs> oh, Pepsi shit. Pepsi fucked yeah, Let's actually talk about something that is actually really bad. Easily the most embarrassed I've felt watching an advertisement. Yeah, and this is the biggest flop, like, biggest embarrassment I of the year of so more, far. Like, what was what was the commercial before that that had the most flack against it? Oh, God, I don't even know. I know, I can't even think. Well, I want to start off by saying that I really do enjoy Pepsi. Like, I, I not anymore. Like, and I don't... <laughs> I don't even drink soda, I don't, so I don't, I'm, like, I, waiting for I don't know if I've up. ever... I know they do more than soda, too, like Coke, but, like, I haven't drank a Pepsi product in years. Oh, and my God, so. dregs, plastic cap. <laughs> so... So, I mean, I haven't had it in a while. I liked Pepsi more. I don't think anyone's than... quizzing you to find out when your last drip of Pepsi was. No, but like, I don't. I, I mean, I like Pepsi more than Coke. 
Oh yeah, I was. I was. I mean, Coke is equally as fucked up. Like they're employing like slaves. You know. Listen, I I hate everything about them because they literally buy the health companies to be like sugar isn't horrible. Yeah, buy our soda. Exactly. Fuck off. I hate the soda industry so much. Anyway, it's terrible. So they came out with an ad that was like basically a depiction of a very vague protest no one knows what it was for yeah and you have kendall jenner ripping off a wig because that's she was oppressed by this wig i guess i don't know and she shows up for this you know non-specified protest and then hands a pepsi to a line of like cops and like tactile gear yeah and then they like smile and they're like oh my god we ended something we don't know what but it's apparently like it's supposed taking, to be like, like unity. So are they trying to say that like protest, like youths, for lack of a better word, protesting is like trendy and that we're just doing By it our to be soda, like cool? we get why you're out here. I like don't know. there's many other ways to market to millennials. So like here's what I'm thinking. It's weird because of the timing. Like I know that there's constantly always protests happening, but like there hasn't been one like very publicized lately since like the, you know, Women's March? the Muslim ban. Oh yeah. You know? True. And like, I don't know like why they are doing it right now because it's like, they're not even like associating Pepsi with like an actual message. Yeah. It's because, one thing like, to be like standing up for something. A cause, even though I still hate it because it's like, I know that ultimately the brand, even if they're like out here being like, buy our product, we also support Planned Parenthood. All right. I'd be cool if like the CEO of a company comes out and says like, I per- as a person don't support this, but like a company is not... Like it's reinforcing this whole thing that like like if company- Coke did a thing where it was like people showing up at like wearing pink knitted hats and then yeah you know, Coke. I don't it, know. It's like it's a weird line to like where do you stand because on one hand it's like hey bringing awareness and like hey if they're going to be like supporting these causes that's great but also it reinforces that businesses are people which is like not. And that's how it, like, is in the government. And so, like, then the businesses have, like, votes and, like, are paying for things in the government. And And also, it's just also marketing and selling a product. Yeah, it's Based on your views. It's very manipulative. And it's obviously, like, anytime I see a brand that's standing for something that I believe in, I'm looking at it with, like, a foggy lens being like, "Mm, I'm happy, but also worry because it's also big advertising um, technique. But this is just like, it's not even capitalizing on like one thing. It's just like the vague idea of protest. It could have been one of those like pro-Trump rallies. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. Like, the, weren't there people that protested the Women's March? Yeah. It like, didn't the next do very day? popular, but... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's what they were going for, but, like, I don't know. It's just such a it's weird a- thing to make a commercial. It's so cringeworthy. Like, if it, I'm sure it's still on You don't better. see... You don't see Starbucks, like, making commercials. Because, like, Starbucks is actually, like, they doing They have sad act- things. Like, they are hiring, like, immigrants and stuff. Like, they're doing... Like, they're going out of their way to say that, hey, we hired a lot of but um, they're not veterans ma- and immigrants. But they're not making, like, commercials like this. You know what I mean? They're- well, they did have one commercial about it, actually. Oh, but it was did. more of, like... It had a totally different vibe, and it had to more to do with, like, their actual policy as a company. Like, Pepsi's not out here being, like hey, we're hiring a lot of, like, people of color, you know? Yeah. It's like not, the- like, Starbucks was like, we do hire immigrants and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that's a business practice. This is more of like, hey, we're catching on that idea you here. You trendy kids and you're protesting, It was like- just a mess. Like, Kendall Jenner, you gotta make some better choices. She's been in, like, so many situations oh. with, like, cultural appropriation and shit. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I'm, of course, I'm sure that Pepsi pays a lot 
Okay. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, man, did that go over badly. Like, I wonder, partially, if they knew it would go over like this. Because you have to have someone that's like, hey, people are going to think this is really insincere like, and gross. You cannot have people in a large company like this, like, thinking that this is going to be a good idea. Like, I work for a large company. There is so much thinking on that kind of level that goes on. Yeah, the thought that goes on for the social presence. Yeah. Because you like, have to. Like, duh, it's Exactly. Smart. So it's like, do they, did they know that it could be taken? Like, we're, I'm picturing them, like, at this, like, meeting, you know? And you got, like, on the one hand, this could go over very well, and people could think that we're, like, trying to be, you know, like, inclusive in some vague way, and we're monopolizing on this, and people will be behind it. Or, like, were they also in the meeting being like, also, this could actually cause massive outrage and give us a lot of, like, I don't know, public publicity. Yeah. <laughs> I know? feel as though, like, may- like, maybe they had, like, the intention of like this is like us being on the side like you know we're putting that positive yeah exactly it's like if if you want to do that kind of thing you have to be like all the way in you got to be like whatever cause it is that you're specifically talking about you got to make it clear you got to be upfront with that you can't just be like vague i it's don't just know like what this is capitalizing on protest culture yeah it doesn't matter what you're protesting but buy pepsi <laughs> yeah and like yeah it's just it's embarrassing when you see like i've seen there's been so many great memes like Yo, incredible it's fantastic people are killing it i love twitter so fucking much <laughs> but you know then people are talking about like they're tweeting at pepsi and they'll show like the photos of like a black lives matter rally or a protest and then you see like the photos that fucking like fox news actually picks up where it's like a a cop getting a water bottle from a protester yeah that kind of shit and they're like see it didn't solve anything then like you know what i mean like what is a pepsi gonna fucking do god it's just like it's very embarrassing and it's gone now like they took it away but i'm sure every company right now (laughs) that's like a competitor are like lol and also they would never make that mistake now because man it could have though people were sad it could have been like a let's get attention whether it's negative or not because i mean fuck look at bill o'reilly he's got a lot of negative attention right now and he's losing bill o'reilly he's got like advertisers dropping left and right from his show but his ratings are up like, yeah, well, of course. So, like, you know, it's, like, is it a strategy to do that kind of I thing? I feel like that's the strategy of today because people are so aware of how things quickly move through social media. Yeah. So they're just like, fuck, we'll take a risk and just have some really shitty attention. I feel like it's you a can quicker be, way. Honestly, you can be controversial today. Trump will do something stupid tomorrow. Like. Yeah, I, because <laughs> honestly, people will forget about this. It's like when people make these terrible decisions, it's far less likely now for people to, like, do a full... Um, like ban of the product like they won't yeah. be buying it you well, know what, what I mean? do you mean i see like boycott whatever every fucking day of the i week know on and Twitter. then they get over it because it's like there's always something new that someone's bitching about yeah you know, rightfully so or not you know so i feel like they don't mind getting like a <laughs> wave of negative attention because then they'll have another ad in like a movie theater and everyone will forget exactly and the cycle goes on. Yeah. So, uh, it's interesting stuff. I, uh, forgot the fact. The cough fact. Oh Just my god. Realized that we Oops. are, you know, like 23 minutes in and we're here with the fact, guys. <laughs> so if you were waiting on your toes there, get, get sat down. You gotta down. educate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this says that a 2005 study showed that coffee improves memory and then a follow-up study indicated that the memory-enhancing effects could be long-term yet to be seen in myself yeah i was gonna say (laughs) me i could see it you were you drinking coffee from an early age i've been drinking coffee since like ninth grade i'm gonna say seventh grade 
well, on a then daily fuck basis. me, you know? Yeah, so those two years were crucial. Yeah, well, you know, they should have specified that. (laughs) How much coffee do I have to drink? Because honestly, I'll give up sleep for my memory. (laughs) Well, oh, I don't know. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a a topic of discussion for another time. Oh, shit. So I wanted to talk about a little bit of fun information that I saw uh, about uh, the Harry Potter universe. Oh, yes, HPU. Yeah, the in the movies. So as we all know, original Dumbledore, Richard Harris, he died after the uh, second Uh, one. I read this article too. Oh yeah. So then you guys might know of Ian McKellen. He is uh, for the longest time you're gonna laugh at me, but I mean maybe it's an easy mistake. I thought they were the same. It is. There's a Dumbledore lot of old and wizards. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> he played. He played Gandalf. Gandalf. Yeah. They so. even have a similar name. Not at all, but it just, <laughs> it's a vibe. <laughs> I get you. So he was originally like in the list of people to be considered for, to take over. Yeah, to take over. He might have actually been like at the top of the list, which is like weird because he's already playing like a notable wizard in a book movie adaptation thing. So that's confusing. That's his typecast. Yeah. I mean, he's done other roles too, but it's like, he really fits that. Exactly. So then he said that he wasn't going to do it just because Richard Harris said that he was like a terrible, passionless actor. Yeah. And he felt bad filling his shoes. And he wasn't going to fill in, yeah, like the role that he did because he didn't approve of him. So How do you think that would have been compared to what's his face? I like Michael Gambon. Like he, You're one of those controversial binges. Well, sure. I mean, it was the fourth movie, so like it was just bad. It was direct- just bad directing. Yeah, so but it was just weird. But he like, he does give a more of an oomph even after that. I like his, you know, presentation of Dumbledore more than Richard Harris's. Like yeah. it was a little bit too solemn, and he never would have been able to do. We had like, to raise the, the volume movies. quite a bit, so you know. <laughs> That's something. Yeah, Harry. <laughs> Listen, I haven't seen the first couple movies like enough to really get my full thought on that. Yeah. So I just thought that was wild. You know, you never know what goes on. Because like I've seen people say that like they wanted him to do it, but I never knew that he was actually up for that role. Yeah. And like why he turned it down. Like I wonder what would have been different, and I wonder how you would have preferred the acting if he did it. Yeah, because I mean, Ian McKellen did a great job as Gandalf in mm-hmm. you know those movies. He's got that like twinkle, you know. Yeah, like he's he's wise and knows things. I, he's very Dumbledore, you know. Mm-hmm. I always get Ian McKellen and Christopher Lee mixed up because they were they were both in the Lord of the Rings series. You haven't watched that. But I always get them mixed up, and then I don't remember which one is Magneto in the X Men oh, movies. Is that Ian McKellen? Yeah. Okay, and I always get fucking mixed up. Yeah. Every time. I haven't seen those in a while, though, but I'm yeah. pretty sure that's him. There's like a million X-Men movies. I don't even know. They released a, like a quick teaser of The Defenders on Netflix, which is Jessica Jones, Daredevil, oh, Iron Fist, well, and Iron Fist. It's like security footage in an elevator. And she like punches the camera. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I loved, I really liked Jessica Jones. But I feel like I'm already going to tune out. I know. I, well, we didn't watch any of the other series like in full. Well, I, so. well we tried to watch Iron, not Iron Fist. We did uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. And it was good, but it wasn't keeping my attention as much. I just love the female protagonist. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and really uh, David Tennant was a great villain. Yeah. The music in Luke Cage was really good, though. And it was, yes. I mean, he's fucking beautiful. And, <clears throat> of like, course. Yeah. It's just, it wasn't holding, it wasn't gripping me as much. I think I'm that's something like, I could finish, but I don't know about the other ones. I can't do these, like, huge universes anymore. There's too, too much. much. And, like, 
now, like, I loved the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm not going to see the second one because it's getting tied into, like, everything with the Avengers. And there's, like... I'm so behind There's a million movies in that, and it's just too much for me to handle. Christopher Evans. Christopher Evans. (laughs) Chris Evans. His contract with Marvel will be up after, like, the next Avengers movie. Yeah. Um, And so it's, like, two more years or whatever. And a lot of people are speculating that they're going to, like, kill fucking Captain America. We'll see how it goes. Because he's just, like, he's saying in the interviews, he's like, you know, my contract is up. But, you know, whatever they decide, like, I'm happy to keep complaining, playing the character, like. Oh, well, shit, then I don't. If but he said that, then. I don't like. I mean, you got to say that, like, because you don't know if you're going to play him again or not. You yeah. Know what I mean? And so he's like, yeah. I mean, I'll. I I would feel bad saying goodbye to the guy or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we'll see what happens because Robert Downey Jr. also was talking like, I'm fucking done with Iron Man after like the third movie came out and his contract was up, but yeah, he's still here doing everything. So they pay him so much though. Yeah, like, he. I shit. think he's the top paid out of everybody that does yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of mo- money. There's, There's a lot, a lot of, money of money in, money in these parts. Doesn't it fuck you up that Disney owns Marvel yeah. and Star Wars? Don't talk to me. It is too much. They have too much power. Are you going to want to go to the Star Wars world that they're having in Disney? I mean, that would be pretty cool. Obviously, my first thing is Harry Potter. Yeah. Gotta go there. Like, they're saying it's like the biggest extension to the park in the history of Disney. That's wild. Like, the biggest map. Like, I- they have, like, full life-size things yeah i mean we gotta fucking watch rogue one we still haven't watched it yet and the next one in the series is coming out this year yeah well that's the next yeah with ray yeah yeah Yeah, thank god that i loved i saw it like twice it's like the last jedi i think that's what it's called oh okay yeah I'm, i'm excited to see what the fuck mark hamill's gonna do yeah and what they do with carrie fisher's role i read that they're not like they haven't had to change any of the plot that they had that's wild because I know they said they're not doing like any like CGI bullshit or anything yeah. with her. So I don't know what they're doing, but they said that it's not like fucking up what they were trying to do. But I know it's going to be like I'm sure they're going to have to add some sort of like goodbye unless that was already planned out. You know? Yeah, that's that's. I don't know. Gonna it's, be wild. It's going to be fucked up, and I'm going to cry a lot probably because <laughs> you know it was. It was sad. Chewbacca is still around, right? Yeah, he's still here. Harrison Ford is the one that's gone. I need to see that movie again, because it's been a long enough time now that I, like, am fuzzy on the the plots. Yeah. I just... talking about Christmas? Yeah. Probably. We just... I just need to see uh, fucking Han Solo bite it again, because honestly, I just can't look at his character the same, knowing that it's Harrison Ford. Like... Are you going to see the movie that they're making of, like, his journey? I will see that, because it's not Harrison Ford. (laughs) They didn't cast that yet, did they? Or did they? Yeah, they did. I forget who it is, but... I'll look it up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he just, he never liked the role. He never wanted yeah, it. Yeah, I, it's like, it's so frustrating when you have to be so turned off to a role by the person. And it's like, for him, it's like, oh, it's just frustrating. It's very frustrating. Because he just like hated it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know what went on behind the scenes. But it's just like, it's giving such a shitty vibe to the fans. Yeah. And it's like, you know, now I'll never be able to fucking handle Johnny Depp ever. And it's like, <laughs> I didn't even really like him that much to begin with. Yeah, exactly. And like, oh my God, all the shit that's going on with fucking... Um, you know what's his face hide from that 70s show yeah. Danny Masterson google that because it's really upsetting and I feel like it really tarnishes that entire show for me oh, because there's like and that's my favorite sitcom I know uh, and honestly yeah. he was like my favorite character too yeah so uh, I'm really turned off Scientology and men Scientology Terrible. just doesn't do Both it 
things, yeah. But it's yeah. like it's sexual assault allegations, and it's it's terrifying. Yeah. So speaking of Scientology, why the fuck is Tom Cruise in the new Mummy movie? Oh I saw, yeah, I saw the trailer for that. Brendan Fraser shows up for like three seconds, but like wait a minute, he's in it. It's not like a. I thought it was like a redo like, I, of new Spider Man. Well, situation. I was like half watching the trailer, so I might have been wrong. But I think I saw Brendan Fraser like just like. He's like a teacher or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that classic kind of thing. He is also... It's going to be interesting seeing him after watching The Affair. With his creepy role there. <laughs> Honestly, though. But, like, God damn it! I don't need Tom Cruise in another movie. <laughs> Tom Cruise can leave. Also, when I'm on, like, my news app, all I get are Scientology ads. Because we have that, like, place downtown. And plus, we watch, like, Leah Ramini's stuff and, like... Well, like, when you're watching TV, when you're watching cable in Seattle, because we have, like, an antenna, so we get, like, a couple news channels, you see actual Scientology advertisements, and I had never seen them before on TV. It is wild. It's so weird. And you know, sandwiched in between, music, like, the medicine ads. And, like, a Ford also... Fusion, you know? <laughs> it's just very weird. Uh, something else I wanted to talk about, which is very interesting, is you guys might have seen us stream a while ago when we were doing that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I know. We need to get back into it. We've been fucking We've been messy. doing things, but uh, yeah, I definitely want to get back into that. But uh, we played Overcooked a lot, which is a fantastic game. Always recommend it. But apparently there was a whole thing that they have like an E rating, which is the lowest rating you can have for a game, like everybody. Oh, okay. Yeah, for... e, e for everyone. Yeah. That's what the E is. The next one is like E10+. plus basically just like pg whatever and so their uh icon or like logo or whatever there was one chef that's like hanging down from it by his pants and like in the original image you see his butt cheeks but then like the esrb which is the rating board for games they were gonna give the game an e10 plus rating just because of those butt cheeks. Yeah, and, and like, it was, like, one of those, like, cartoons. It's like, a cartoon thing, and he's just this guy hanging upside down, and his pants are, like, falling, falling off because he's fucking upside down. I feel like we used to see shit like that all the time on Nickelodeon. Yeah, like, I'm just, like... How many times have I seen SpongeBob's ass? Yeah. Come on. Like, they changed <laughs> it because they wanted to... To get that rating. To get that E rating, but, like, I'm just wanted that's to... So like, I'm just confused as to why that's a thing, and then today... Uh, at work, actually, I'm learning about the different rating boards across like countries for movies and TV and stuff, like yeah. uh, Germany and uh, the UK and the US. And apparently, the US rating board is more lenient on violence, yeah, and definitely more strict on sexual content. Yeah, that sounds so, about fucking right. So for they're America. like in like and you know. Uh, English people let us know but like in England and stuff like things that are rated by the BBFC they can have like nudity or maybe some like sex scenes and stuff like that and it will still be like their equivalent of PG-13 yeah but here it's like automatically yeah, because R. it's I mean like I've seen many television shows from the UK and also a lot of like French movies and stuff and yeah. they're a lot more lenient and it's like that's why it's yeah we're the, the America, whole culture man. of America is just like the sex way that terrible. we like sex is horrible but also we're not gonna tell you how to fucking protect yourself yeah but you can see exactly how many ways to kill a person yeah and then you can vividly. go buy those guns very easily oh yeah like there was this really cute video that was like going around on Twitter at least like it was like oh couple goals or like this is what I'm gonna be when I'm older and it's like this old lady and like this old dude oh yeah with a water the, bottle yeah I watched that and I'm like oh wow this is so cute until I see her fucking shirt and it's like 
something about guns like oh, something very yeah. pro-gun i don't remember exactly what it was and i was just like oh god damn it and there was like <laughs> the top person that replied to it was like yeah but uh this is cute but who do they vote for like yeah <laughs> we all had like the same thought like hmm. that's how i feel whenever i see like old white people talking and they're cute because i'm like hmm? but what happened <laughs> you know god damn so you know ratings they're very interesting it's interesting but yeah we'll definitely get back into streaming somewhat too because mm-hmm. I, I miss it you know i want to talk to I you wish guys you live breath of the wild yo that would be crazy but nintendo they they suck with that stuff yeah i know they really do there are people that i follow on twitter that stream from their ds animal crossing yeah and I really wanted. to I don't it. know how you set that up. You got to have like a separate box or something like that to get I that really out. want to do it. That would be <laughs> I great. I know it would require buying stuff. But. but. <laughs> how fun would that be? That would be a blast. I would even do like a new town than what I already have. So it would be like our town. You can only town. have one town. You can't have like separate things. Oh, that's so stupid. Yeah. And it would be like Happy Home Designer and Animal Crossing. Whatever. You as guys far can come to my town. I've just, I've seen so many people do it and they're so cute about it. And yeah, like, if you did Happy Home Designer and like designed a house. Yeah, like, like have fun. people like vote on stuff. Oh, it would be so fun. I don't know. I'm going to look into it because if people do it, then this bitch can do it. <laughs> you know? All right. Well, I think it's a good time to get into some questions. Yeah, let's take a quick break from you know who. Well, you know, April showers brings May deflowering. I need to leave <laughs> right now. We're getting too weird with this. When she's desperate as hell. I can't wait for the summer. I feel like I'll just be, you know, for the July. Here's the fireworks. Make some fireworks in the bedroom. I already got it. Like here we go. See, this is why we keep him. So why are we talking about this? Um, well, Adam and Eve is once again sponsoring this show. So what is Adam and Eve, Chris? We well, they've got they're an online store full of different adult toys, vibrators, different games, lingerie, basically anything that you could possibly imagine to spice up your sex life. Yeah, and so you can always use at checkout code CWC. That gives you fifty percent off just about any item and free shipping. So ship this right to the post. You also get a whole bunch of free shit with that. You get three free adult DVDs and a free mystery gift. So again, just go to adamandeve.com. Use code CWC and to get 50% off just about any item, plus all that other free stuff. All right, let's do some Patreon questions from patreon.com slash coffee with Rachel if you want to help support the show become a bencho. Uh, first one is from M, who said, which stale memes have you been missing lately? <laughs> I thought I was going to say stale meat. <laughs> Um, I miss Mr. Krabs. He's a good uh, representation of, like, how I feel right now. (laughs) Yeah, my anxiety is him. I, you know, I did toss out Beef Baby, and honestly, bring that binge back. Yeah, where is Beef Baby? Definitely not a vegan meme. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you're not wrong. Um, Other memes that are stale. I mean, hmm. I used the one that's uh, the chicken that's running today. I love that picture. It's It's also me. I love bread. (laughs) That's, okay, listen. I tweeted that video at like 3 a.m. last night. (laughs) Don't require it. Um, It's Oprah. Go on YouTube, search I love bread Oprah, and you'll get quite possibly my favorite 30-second clip that ever existed. And then, you know, after that, if you're looking for fun videos, the Kukitsa, like, remix one, like, that's the greatest video ever. Listen, I love bread. (laughs) And then she's like, but now I just manage it. (laughs) That's me with cucumbers. (laughs) But also bread, let's be real. Uh, The next question is from Sonia, who said, what are your top five states you would like to visit? Alright, so obviously not Washington. We're here. We're here. Um, 
Hawaii. We really are both like yes. really jonesing to go to Hawaii. Jonesing. Jonesing. Colorado. Mountains. Oregon. Yes. Because it's Why our fucking neighbor yet? is right there. Ooh, what else? Um, <laughs> That's it. No, I'm no, just oh my god. So, I, I, I would say. I, have I been in Maryland? Because I could get a crab, you know, a non-vegan crab. I mean, that's a place that, like, we could stop by, like, when we go. Yeah, you definitely have Probably on accident, but I did it. Did you notice when you were driving around, the roads got better suddenly? Probably. (laughs) then you hit Maryland. (laughs) Yeah, or Virgin. (laughs) You know? And then I think I'd pick, like, maybe, like... Connecticut or Maine or something like that to go to... You've never been to Connecticut? I've never been north of New York. Holy shit. Connecticut is, like, thick. I remember when we... (laughs) What are you talking about? This is a small state. Okay, listen. When we would have to drive from Philly to Cape Cod, it was, like, an eight-hour drive up north. Well, yeah, that's through, like, every other state. (laughs) Yeah, but the drive, I used to complain, like, every time we would be in Connecticut, because it would just take forever, and it was not, like, that interesting to drive through, no offense. That's just because, like, you were at the end of it, and you were like, I just want to get there. I'm done. But that was also before Gilmore Girls. Like, if I had known, I would know. Ah, yeah. I want to go to Stars Hollow. I would say, um, New Hampshire. I've never been up there. Yeah, like New Hampshire, Vermont, that kind of area. Yeah, let's go. Let's go visit Bernie Sanders. I really want some good seafood while I'm there. (laughs) I just, like, I watched this video. I'm obsessed with these videos from Zagat, you know? Oh my god. I feel like Emily Gilmore. And they have these videos on, like, how to actually eat different cuisine correctly. And I do it because I, like, want to not have an anxiety moment. (laughs) You know? Like, I don't want to look stupid. But they had one, and it was, like, these fucking, these hot-ass binges. And they were just breaking down crab meat from, like, fucking New York. Oh, my God. I know I'm trying to eat plant-based, but, man, I would love a nice crab right now. That's, like, something I'll have, like, once in the summer and be like, fuck yeah, bitch. Yeah. I did that. All right, the last Benjo question is from Avery, who said, I've been trying to get back into drawing or crafting of some kind. I'm just not sure what I may be good at or where to begin. What are your? What is your first stop when you started getting back into the creative slash artsy swing? YouTube. Also, your bookmarks look adorable. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I've been working on a lot of stuff for my Etsy store, and tomorrow I have a call with that place that I interviewed at for a job, so like... If I get some information, then I can kind of really narrow in on, like, when I'm launching this Etsy stuff. Yeah, we're so that, like, kind of, like, weird, I'm in the amorphous stupid state limbo. or, like, we don't know where we are. It's like, you know, on the Vampire Diaries, we're on the other side. Not quite, you know, in hell. I'm in hell. But, like... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's just frustrating because, like, if I get this job, obviously I'm going to have to, like, really focus on, like, getting to know that job and everything. And the Etsy store is probably going to come, like, months later. But if I don't get this job, then I'm going to, like, zero in on it, you know? Yeah. But... Anyway, so for inspiration purposes, Instagram and YouTube, literally the medium that you want to start in, whether it's watercolor, like oil painting, like ceramics, whatever, just type that into YouTube or Instagram, especially Instagram, and just watch other people doing it and it just gets you revitalized, you know, I'm not trying to you know copy people's work but it's like you see what other people are doing you see how they're making fun videos and then it just gets you to be like i want to touch my paints today or i want to touch my clay today and then you make something 
And also, for me right now, what I'm doing is, like, I have a lot of, like, scrap paper. Because when I'm making these bookmarks, there's, like, scrap. And I'll just cover it with just, like, random, like, little things that I, like, are just stuff that I want to try out. And, like, not making everything with the intent that it has to be perfect. Like, having, yeah. like, some things that you're just trying to experiment on also Just, helps. like, having fun with it. And, like, if it ends up not coming through, then, like, come through. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> come through watercolor. Um, but, Yeah. It's it's been fun, you know. Hopefully, yeah. I'm trying to like inspire too. Like I'm trying to post snaps. I really do need to get a fucking tripod. Yeah, because yeah. then I would make my life easier. Periscopes like, and shit like that you can do. Yeah, it would be so fun. So yeah, I mean, honestly, YouTube it's so nice. Just watching other people like speed paint just makes you want to like mix around colors and stuff. Yeah, but tweet us some pictures of whatever you make. I'd love to see it. Yeah, everyone that makes art. Yeah, you know? everybody just tweets pictures of whatever crafty shit you're doing. Yeah, we love crafts in our home. <laughs> yes. So we got a question from our website, which, by the way, you can submit longer questions to our website at coffeewithcrachel.net. We got like a million ways to submit questions. <laughs> We're desperate. No. Um, so this without having to read all the whole thing it was basically kind of asking us some more technical behind the scenes questions about podcasting and youtube because this person was thinking about getting into that like you know it's some things that people don't really talk about yeah and it's now in this day and age like it would be if you're trying to go into like youtube or podcasting and stuff like that like with the intent of making it a kind of career thing then it can be very daunting. And also you want to go in like with some sort of professionalism. Yes. Like if I were to start a YouTube channel now, I would have started way differently than I did because I was kind of You mean not it. with rant videos? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah. So anyway, let's get into these questions about starting up a YouTube channel and stuff. So um basically what made you want to begin creating content in the first place honestly boredom not gonna lie i just wanted to have something to do and i was in college and i had seen other people doing it and i was like very into blogging at the time so i was like okay i'm gonna try this out yeah and i mean with the podcast i kind of wanted to get started like because i'd seen you making content for a while and it seemed like cool to be able to talk about things that you were really interested in with an audience you needed and, like, a medium and you yeah. tried youtube and you didn't like it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Let's be honest. Um, uh, it didn't work. It was terrible. Let's did just not, get it out there. He did not have fun. Um, and, like, you're not truly trying to do the Instagram thing, I don't think. You know? No. So, I mean, you can judge by my Instagram that I'm not really trying. One leaf, one pancake a day. Not and really. one building. One month, honestly. But, yeah, you just needed, like, a medium. And yeah. podcasting became yours. And that was already after, like, fucking several years of us kind of doing multiple content creation cooks. yeah um all right so this next question is i believe you had a management team did they did you have to reach out to a company or did they come to you so the way that i got a manager was actually through another youtuber like a youtuber that i was friends with they they like told their manager twirled twirled <laughs> they twirled to their manager <laughs> and they told them of my channel and then that manager was like oh shit i like this bench and i'm gonna fucking talk to her at this next convention that we were both at and so like we had like a meeting and then we you know went from there and i had several things that went down with management over the course of my youtube yeah. life like switching people and kind of what ended up happening like the way that i found most of that kind of information was through other youtube friends so yeah. you kind of like have to talk to people that are also doing the same thing as you and yeah. you can kind of gauge what other people are doing and you know find which because a lot of like your youtube friends will actually have like the information about working with a network or a management company that like was real you know and not like what you just see in 
you know, mm-hmm. their FAQ page. Like yeah, and I mean, <laughs> depending on, like, what kind of, like, MCN that you join, that's, like, the network, you know, they also, like, have their own managers and stuff yeah. like that, depending on, like, which route you go. Like, for me personally, I never had a manager that was from my network until yeah. the one management company I was with kind of got absorbed by my network, and then it was, like, a messy, like, I wasn't really sure what was happening kind of relationship. <laughs> yeah, that was just, like, the gist of YouTube. <laughs> a lot. Oh, what's happening? <laughs> but, you know, some people, their network, like, if they have a certain amount of subscribers honestly like you'll get like an actual person that's going to be handling your shit yeah and you know i've never had like a personal assistant either or like a video editor and stuff like that i know or like a you know a videographer yes um it was just me and chris (laughs) um but i know like certain channels you kind of want that you know like if you're going in like with the intent for it to look like almost like a television show like you're you know you'll do that or if you're trying to go in more as a vlogger it's not really necessary Especially at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, No one really starts unless you're, like, already an established person and then, you know, Mm -hmm. launching a YouTube channel is going to be, like, instant gratification. I would imagine, like, you know, you want to start off a channel with, like, good quality of video and now doing vlogging or even just, like, regular videos. Like, if you have, like, an iPhone, like, I feel like it'd be, like, not as hard to do because they're such good quality. making sure that you have, like, an end card and, like, you know actual branding for your channel like a banner and an icon that's already like there you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. i feel like that's just something that you should do like from the beginning now and even if it's something very simple honestly simple works really well <laughs> and i also feel like you know having the same name or as close to the same name as possible across social medias is helpful do it if you can like, yeah it's always a pain in the ass but like you know it's it's possible. Yes. Um, okay, so many subscribers know that getting paid through YouTube is very wishy-washy. That's a, good That's way, of a way of putting it. Yeah. Um, how does the pay system work out? Does the money from views and ads go to your management and then they get a cut? Um, so it kind of depends on like what you're doing. So for me, like I was through a network. And so first of all, YouTube themselves, they take a cut of your earnings. So you're not even getting like what you would fully get. YouTube from your is like ads. cuts like half. It's a big chunk. It's like fifty five percent or like something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's constantly changing and they'll never tell you. So it's yeah. Fine. <laughs> um. So they take a cut and then if you are with a network, usually they'll take a cut and it's anywhere. I mean, I've seen some people up to like eighty percent, which is like fucking crazy. Yeah, you know? that's wild. Like, I don't know. Like there's like seventy thirty splits, like eighty twenty splits. Um. You know, some people are very lucky and they get a hundred percent of their rev. And, like, that was what I was doing for a while, but then they basically, like, made it, like, a law that you couldn't because they were, like, we're losing so much money. Um, It's fine. Whatever. So, and then if you have a manager... They were in It kind of depends on who you see. Yeah. Because I had had friends who had had a manager that always took a cut of their earnings, like, from just, like, videos that didn't even have, like, a brand deal in them. Or any management influence whatsoever. Right. Like, just a regular video that you completely made with no help. Yeah. For me personally, my management, that I, this was something that I specified because I'm not like having that. Like if I make a random like update vlog about my cats that has nothing to do with other people, like I'm not having them take a cut of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So they only would take a cut when they would bring me a sponsored brand deal or something like that because they yep. were the ones that pitched me to the company and like did all of like the important messaging and emailing. So like obviously they're going to get a cut. Um, and so that's how it works. And that's what I would like, honestly look for if you are trying to like look for management. Yeah. Because I just think that's what makes the most sense. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. it being, like, almost like a case-by-case thing. Kind of like how we get advertisements for the podcast. It's like, yeah. you know, it's just like a case-by-case deal that you're signing that contract. And, like, that's the specific amount of money that they're going to be taking a cut. You don't want to ever have a manager that, like, you need to pay. Like, you know, like, in that formula where it's, like, they get a cut of, like, the brand deal that you get, like... It's encouragement for a manager to actually get you a brand deal because, yeah, because then if they, they don't get, get paid. you a good brand deal, then they're getting their money. You know, yeah, and, and the if they point. don't, then they're not getting money. So, like, yeah. that's the way that that works out good. What skills or type of content really is necessary for advancement on YouTube as a content creator? I mean, video production, like, yeah. skills, like, that is very important. And now. I would say, like, consistent branding across channels is very helpful because people know it like it just looks better and people think like you're more authentic in that way um but also i would say like one of your best one of your best skills one of of the best best skills you can have is networking and that's like with brands other content creators people that work in the industry like you got to be following people on twitter checking out linkedin you got to be like you know reaching out to people via email and like i hate it (laughs) yeah let's be honest i don't like being assertive but making connections with people it's important but at the same rate it's kind of a vibe in this industry where it's almost like people cross the line between like what a friendship really is and what a business relationship is and i'm not here for it like none of my collaborations that I've ever done have been like a business transaction because that would be just like very unauthentic. Like there are literally collaborations guys that happen and it's just because like two management people reached out and they were like, we're going to cross promote the channel Yeah, and you don't even fucking know each other. You're meeting that person that day and then you have to film a video. That's when it's not genuine and you can, you You can can feel it. You can feel it. And like, I could just never do that because like, I'm sorry. It would just be too uncomfortable for my content. Like, I just could tell it would be uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, there have been people that I've met that, like, it was, we've been following each other for, like, a million years, and, like, the first day that we met was the day that we filmed a collab, and, like, that was, like, like, slightly weird, because it's, like, that was the first time that you were, like, in the same room with that person. Like, you also don't know how they normally film their videos, like, behind the scenes, but, like, that almost gets, like, dissolved completely because you're friends already, like, via Twitter and, you know, YouTube and everything, but I don't know. It's all a wild world of trying to, uh, you know, make friends. But I really do think, like, the networking aspect of YouTube is, it it, it is an important way for you to actually have growth. Um, And also you know, Instagram as a vehicle because Instagram and Snapchat, anything where you can be very interactive with your audience, one, you should be doing that anyway because it's fun. <laughs> like, yeah. let's be honest. And two, it's just, it helps to build like a relationship with your viewers and then it's more incentive for people to follow you because they know that like you're actually interactive and it's not just like, I don't know, for me, like the people that I come back to their content over and over again are the people that have a very like, good relationship with their viewers and it's not like totally impersonal but then at the same time if it's like a cooking channel i don't expect like a relationship it's yeah. more like that's just for the content so it's kind of i don't know i don't know i feel like though youtube though even no matter what kind of content you're making there's it's, still it's a, it's a community based kind of video experience and so like regardless of what you're doing like if you're a huge network like you know, sorted food or rooster teeth or stuff like that. There's still communities there. Yeah, they like they like the way that they'll do it is like you're voting on essentially like what their next recipe is going to be or like what game they're going to play or whatever. Yeah. Um. 
So yeah. yeah, just having that community interaction. That's is... like the number one thing. And plus it makes the experience of YouTube. Like that's the one thing that I miss, but I still get like via all of my other social media. And like and that's here. The, hands down the best part of this podcast has been the community that we have created. From yeah. It. And argu- arguably the community here is like, you know, the most like active we've had. Like... Yeah. Like the most interactive. Yeah. And it's just, it's like very <laughs> rewarding to keep doing the content, you know? Um, it said, what did you dislike the most about YouTube and the YouTube community? Um, for, well, like, obviously we know stability for me was like an issue and like, I don't know, I just have like other things that stress me out and I just didn't want to be like constantly a mess. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> you know, and I mean, I would just say like the instability of it all is like, there's the, a lot of instability. Yeah. At this moment in time. I, as a person, I would not be pursuing YouTube as a career path, like, starting off fresh. Yeah. Just, like, because... I think it's important, even if you are doing YouTube, I think it's important to also have your foot in other places. Yes, just because they're making so many changes right now that are anti-creator. Yeah. And so, like... I think a lot less people are... Because it used to be, like, you're a YouTuber. Yeah. Now I feel like people are really just being an influencer or a content creator. And they're, like, letting it be vague because I don't think anybody really wants to have only their stake in YouTube now because... It is so unstable, and it's just it's it's a better strategy, yeah. honestly, to be like at least doing content somewhere else too. Yeah, you know. Recommend live streaming. I love live streaming. Live streaming, t- fucking podcasting. I mean, yeah. God, you can do like pretty much anything. Yeah, there's a there's a place Having for a anything. Blog, like being an Instagram person, like people make videos just for Instagram. Like they have no aspect on YouTube at all. They're literally just making them on Instagram yeah. and they're doing really well too. So like just having your foot in other places, I think is pretty good. But what I dislike most, I mean, yeah, like the instability probably. And also just like, I don't know me as someone who is a depressed and anxious person, obviously it's a very daunting thing to be like constantly harassed <laughs> and like made more public and like obviously I put myself in that situation and like I did that when I was like what like 18 yeah as you grew and you realized I was like wow I don't want this I just I don't want uh, like I want to have like our you know our community of people that are like listening to our show but like I'm not gonna lie like I don't I don't want to be on tv I don't want to be that well known I I'm a very much like I'm a, pri- I'm a more private person than I used to be and it sounds weird coming from me because I am open about like mental health and other personal things but it's like things that I feel like can help other people that I feel comfortable opening up about but like little things I don't think need to be discussed anymore and it's just like I don't know I I like a more uh relaxed life <laughs> And yeah, you like, like kind the, of the area we're in at this moment, you know? Like, it's just, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's very stressful to, like, put yourself out there in that way. And it's, like, you can do it and you can have, like, a thick skin and you can just, like, not read comments if you fucking want to. Like, there's comment moderators and all these things and it's, like, that's totally cool. And, like, you can make it work, but, like, it is something to put up with that is not fun. And especially... You gotta have a thick skin. Like, I mean, like, and I have a thick skin, but, like, at the same time, like, I'm also a, vu- a vulnerable person who is, like, dealing with a lot, and I kind of don't need to add more to that. Like, yeah. what's already going on in my actual, real, personal, present life. Yes. Other than, like, what's also going on online. Like, it's just a lot to handle sometimes, but, mm-hmm. you know, you can do it. And also, Absolutely, it might not dude. happen, I don't know, but it's kind of like, there's literally, I see people get hate for, like, 
they, you know, they just made a pickle. They brined yeah. the fucking pickle, and they're like, I can't believe you used that jar. You know, just like, just stupid but shit. But then, I mean, like, you guys, you're fucking great. No like, one is you know? safe. <laughs> I don't know. And then, um, since you've moved on to podcasting, what do you like better about this medium rather than YouTube? Um, for me personally, I feel like I do better in the long form. And I don't yes. know. Yes. There were so many, like, video ideas that you had, especially when you got to, like, when you're doing Bye Bye Phobia and talking more about those, like, mental health issues and stuff like that, where you you didn't want to, like, for successful YouTube channels, like, you kind of got to be, like, snappy, like, five-minute videos, and you didn't want to, like, make concise little points without elaborating on them for a video. You wanted to talk about them like we do here. I feel like I can be the most myself on a podcast setting because there's no editing. Yeah. You know, like, we'll fuck up. You know, Lila will kick something over and, like, we cut that out. But, like, for the most part, like, this is just me and Chris sitting down talking and, like, this is just how we are. And I feel like it comes across the most genuine than any of my other content. Like, even some of my tweets, I feel like, and they're not, like, insincere, <laughs> but it's just, like, you have to edit yourself in the way that you talk normally and all these things. Yeah. And this is just nice for me. I really enjoy it. And also, I feel like we can talk about a larger variety of topics and there's no, like huge rush for us at least with this show to be like nailed down to one genre though there are obviously genre obviously you can have like there's like the podcast about a specific show is a huge area of podcasting or like a specific topic in general yeah and i mean you know i enjoy that there is no middleman with us like youtube is like a platform that really controls like you know how stuff gets out there and everything like that yeah like, uh, we have itunes fuck up sometimes but it's like itunes is not the only way to get the show and it's like we kind of just like host it on like a server and then it's like distributed out to different areas that there's always it, a way if something was down for you to enjoy the content and yeah. like we've already talked about it before like in the future like obviously the show probably won't go on for like 20 years you never know but like however long, we, <laughs> however long we do the show like whenever we're finished doing it like we would probably stop you know paying like the fees that we have to pay to have it hosted everywhere but it would always be available like somewhere where you could just listen to it directly like whether it's ironically website, YouTube <laughs> like yeah, YouTube we have them all uploaded there if you don't have like an iPhone or like an Android so like, that's what I would do, but... Yeah, speaking of middlemen, let's talk about... Uh, oh, well, that was the last question. It was oh, like, okay. we always hear this is a headgum podcast before the start of the show. How did you become a headgum podcast? And a podcast. A podcast. <laughs> and also, how do you gain, like, the ads for the videos? So, we're actually no longer with headgum if you didn't catch our stupid joke at the beginning of the show. <laughs> yeah. So, basically, we kind of just wanted to maintain full control over the show, creative and advertising ways. Yeah, so that is now all on us, bitch. So, and it's good because, like, honestly, like, we were, we were, we were okay. Like, we didn't, we were fine. (laughs) Yeah, we're fine. We're okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and then as for advertisers, like, we work with an advertising company. Yeah, we, yeah, we got, like, one advertisement through our old like service that we had that we were on Libsyn like yeah, that was, where, that was we were, where we were hosted before yeah and then through there we got an advertisement and then from that advertisement we met a company that manages podcast ads for and like sends them out to different people that make yeah podcasts. and so then that's how we got in touch with that and then also you know Adam and Eve we just we been, already had a relationship from our YouTube channel we're working with them on like everything yeah. <laughs> and like we've also like reached out to brands and like have because that's something that you kind of have to do too is like you have to reach out to brands and I always feel really uncomfortable 
Like, I know yeah. people that literally, like, they don't even have to buy products because they just reach out. And I'm like, I'm not on that fucking level where I'm yeah. just like, please give me this foundation. Like, no. <laughs> but... Like, in terms of advertisements, you can just be like, hi, this is the blank show, you know, blah, 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 have your rates, all that kind of stuff, impressions, and all the downloads that you get, provide them with the data, and then if you, you know, if they have the means or the availability to be, for us, it's like, it's surprising how many brands are willing to advertise on podcasts, because a lot of them rely heavily on, like, visuals. So, it's, it's been, it's, it's actually been more stable than YouTube for us personally, at yes. least in the last few years, you know, and that's fine. I'm here for <laughs> I'm it. Okay with it. <laughs> so we hope that answered some questions or gave some insight into the uh, the content creation world landscape. I'm not gonna lie, like probably my least favorite thing of like the entire industry of doing it is having to track down paychecks constantly like it's yes. not fun. That's not different in the podcasting world. It's, it's never still... different and. It's just always going to be something that frustrates me because we're very punctual and we make sure that everything is always, you know, posted on time and given ahead of time. Like, you'll maybe work for uh, somebody, make a video, and, like, they'll be like, okay, turn this around in 48 hours and get us the video, and then you won't get paid. And they expect that of you, regardless (laughs) of your production. You won't get paid for, like, two months then. Or six months. Yes. Um, Yes, six months has been a thing. And that can be hard to, um, I don't know, plan. Your, your life, life around because you're like, around, like can I go on this like day trip or whatever or am I not going to get this paycheck this month you know what I mean yes. like you don't really know when things are coming and when you ask people are not happy that you asked so yes. it's like but at the same time you kind of have to ask because when it's been so long you're like okay I have a right and sometimes it's like the check was you know sent to the wrong address or I the feel wrong as though name. like in this industry a lot of checks just like get eaten by the postal service because yeah. that seems to be something that happens and I wish more people a lot. did like direct deposit to be honest oh my god that would be so great because like something that we've considered is literally making like a whole separate bank account just for all online content stuff because it is so annoying doing our taxes the way that we are <laughs> doing it now and that's <gasps> been that's been what we've been working on this week when we have our audio fucked up. We taxes. Make- that uh, that is the worst part of content creation taxes. <laughs> yeah. And if I get this job, it's another job that like doesn't take out taxes. So I'm just that tax binge. <laughs> and that's like I'm actually learning a lot. You're a tax preparer's worst nightmare. Yeah, I really am. I'm a mess. So thank God we use like an online program, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Alright, let's end the podcast with this wonderful question. Does anyone even really like kale? I mean, like, really enjoy it? Okay. (laughs) Controversial. Well, on its own, it has to be, like, the way that Wayward does it. I don't know how they they do it. They advertise as garlic steamed kale. And it's like actually not bitter. bitter like somehow it's not garlicky like it doesn't taste yeah it literally just tastes like almost like broccoli like the way yeah. broccoli tastes when you just like boiled it essentially. also the purple kale is, is like delicious. very very good it's just like the way that they do it it's not bitter i've had kale salads before and you can tell that they and that's the thing with kale like for my own salads like i do not buy it i buy kale for my smoothies because i don't care if it's blended up and yeah, I add enough exactly. food, I won't taste it. But, like, for my salads, I use arugula or, like, baby mustard leaves or, like... You like pepper greens. Pepper greens. Wow, shock. Vinegar, pepper green, brino over here. Anything. Because, like, kale, you have to manipulate. You have to, like, literally get in there and, like, massage. And it's just annoying and takes time. 
But I'm not a fan of it just on its own. I'll have it in the same ways, but I'm not having a kale salad, even if it's got a million. Even other if it has in it. a little bit, if I can do it, if it's just like not all of the greens are kale, you know what I mean? Like I got a salad once, and it was all kale, and you could tell that they just like drizzled the dressing on it and like did nothing to it, and it was like eating like grass. It was just like it's so so tough. bitter. But if you like massage it correctly, but it's just like a pain in the ass. Yeah. In a I, smoothie though, it's fine. You're like, why do I gotta massage this? Like I want a massage. Yeah, like I, come yes, on. I want one. <laughs> oh my god. So we got one of those head massager things. Like you know? the little like sticks that you kinda like It looks like a whisk your... that has been through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly. And holy shit, I had a headache today and like Chris comes home with the Amazon pack and he just gives me a nice little whisking and holy crap it was like i had full body goosebumps like oh man it was incredible so get yourself one it's the little things just do that while on a squatty potty and you'll be living you'll be living like the cradle life okay <laughs> literally i can while playing with kinetic sand <laughs> kinetic sand squatty potty sheet mask head massager that is the cradle vibe. And some candle burning. And that is my mode of total relaxation. <laughs> and colon, you know, health. Yes. <laughs> All right. Us. With that, let's, let's please get, end. Yeah, All right, bitches, stay tuned. We'll see you guys on our next episode. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. So since we talked about ye old dandelion crayon that's Rip, going out, uh, dandles. <laughs> we'll talk about the ones that are still gonna be there. The this ones is that haven't gotten away yet. At least I think these are all still there. I don't know. These are just colors that have existed in Crayola crayon form. To be honest, I haven't really fucked with a Crayola in a very long time, so I'm not really sure what the uh, the roster is these days. Who the hell knows? But there's a lot of weird ones. All right. So starting off with Nicole Dowling, who is Mountain Meadow. Melanie Weldon is Unmellow Yellow. Alex Capraro is Almond. Kim Boyver is Quicksilver. Shannon Shires is Shiny Shamrock. That was a lot. Yeah, really. Say that five times fast. Don't. Alicia McKee is Smoky Topaz. Kimberly Proza is Blueberry. Sammy Jessam is Tickle Me Pink. Sarah Booth is Bubble Bath. Kate Convery is White with Confetti Glitter. Taylor Collins is Sizzlin' Red. <laughs> Emma Corbeal is Black Coral Pearl. Sloan Fuller is Slimy Green. Ew. Angelica Feliz is Outrageous Orange. Is that like a YouTube series? Like <laughs> <laughs> Daisy Blossom Dottie is Peridot. Mary Beth Murphy is Bigfoot Feet. Whoa. Valerie Molina is Eerie Black. Kennedy Rochelle is Cotton Candy. M. Samek is Emerald. Rebecca Edmondson is Lemon Yellow. Taryn Parker is Deep Space Sparkle. Alana Barbosa is Red Salsa. Lutzi is Burnt Sienna. Is that an eyeshadow? I don't know. Megan Ashley is Smashed Pumpkin. Cody Castillo is Cast Iron. Bailey Lynn is Cinnamon Satin. Emily Tormey is Torch Red. Sonia Vazrune is Banana Mania. Me. <laughs> Sabrina Hughes is Sapphire. Fiona is Raw Sienna. Stephanie Oliver is Olive Green. Sylvia Ehrlichman Gross is Manatee. Juanita Cara is Carmine. Annie Wynn is Winter Wizard. Cassandra Lee is Desert Sand. Emma Nigren is Lemon. Courtney Hall is Granny Smith Apple. Becca Jansen is Eucalyptus. Angela Sue is Koala Tree. Michelle North is Misty Moss. Erin Bray is Mandarin Pearl. Random. Interesting. <laughs> Jade Goshi is Bittersweet Shimmer. 
My Elizabeth is Mystic Maroon or Mystic. <laughs> Ishbel Mendes is Bluebell. Talia Miller is English Vermilion. Margarita is Ultramarine Blue. Avery Labelson is Beaver. <laughs> Chloe Archer is Cherry. Anthony Hood is Giants Club. What? <laughs> Mariah Hanna is Maroon with Glitzy Gold Glitter. Wow. Liz Hallbrook is Green Lizard. Jennifer Habgood is Copper Penny. Whoa, Squeezy, Squeezy also loves that. <laughs> Madison Greer is green yellow. Madison Wolf is timber wolf. Megan McNally is jelly bean. Megan Preyus is mahogany. Corey Springfield is spring frost. Ilka is Milky Way. Jackson Who is maximum red. Whoa. Nicole Allen is alloy orange. Courtney White is baby powder white. Bridget Carey Davis is Brilliant Rose. Jennifer Cornwell is Licorn-rish, <laughs> you know? Sophia Cock is Soap. Ash Roselle is Smell the Roses. Jackie Burkhart is Purple Heart. Beth Von Secca is Amethyst. Ian Murphy is Dark Venetian Red. Definitely murky. <laughs> Kendall Berg is Jazzberry Jam. Allie McGregor is Alien Armpit. Me as hell. <laughs> Megan Grilly is Illuminating Emerald. Chloe Ireland is Yosemite Campfire. Taco Roach is Off-Road. Haley Cadwalder is Wild Blue Yonder. Camellia Malky is Key Lime Pie. Maddie Pullman is Mandarin Pearl. Amanda Peet is Orange Soda. Caitlin Whalen is White with Glitzy Gold Glitter. There's too much happening. <laughs> Cody Robinson is Robin's Egg Blue. We all know her. <laughs> Lauren Chavon is Blue with Shimmering Silver Glitter. Dana Daly is Sunny Day. Megan Wilson is Eggplant. Claire Wood is Fresh Air. Anna Hernandez is Classic Banana. Sarah is Sahara Desert. Vlynn and Drew are Wintergreen Dream. Bridget Dubin is Bright Yellow. Hilary Gay is Fiery Rose. Mackenzie Knight is Macaroni and Cheese. The classic. If they ever get rid of that, I am quitting. I'm yelling. <laughs> Rachel Evans is Van Dyke Brown. What are you quitting? Like, I don't know. I'm quitting I'm, my I'm quitting Crayola. coloring. <laughs> All right, well, The other beach bonches, they are, you know, the little bits of shaving that goes off in that little... Uh, oh, in the box where yeah, you had the sharpener that never has, worked? Yeah, you, you guys were cool. the paper down? <laughs> yeah, you were cool as hell if you got that. Yeah. Um, we got Allison Frankoy. Ashley Riefenberger. Joanna Jensen. Mallory. Allie Malone. Kathleen Wynn. And Rose Barnett. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. We love you. We, I'm laughing because I feel like Crayola, they were really creative and then they got really bored. So they just went for like really legit color description. Yeah, with like, glitzy gold. And like. silvery gold glitter. Like, <laughs> you've got to come up with something better than that. Come on, Crayola. You know, maybe one time we could do rose art. Just kidding. They're trash. Well, fuck that. <laughs> I'd, I'd sooner do, I don't know what the other one is. I don't know any other brand. <laughs> the one with like the animals all over it. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you that mean. That might be rose art, honestly. I don't know what it is, though. All right. Well, we hope you guys are feeling one with your color. Let us know if that color that we described. Speaks to you. Yeah. Like, is it your vibe, your aura? Is it the color of your bird? You yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, too much. Too much. All too right. Too real. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.